episode of the Single Girls Guide to Life, your weekly guide to single life living with me, Chantel Dyson, a single life confidence coach, helping you to stop looking at your relationship status as a defining feature of your life and empowering you to go out there to solo travel, to date if you want or if you don't want to do it, you don't have to, and to just make sure you're living the best life possible despite being single you do not have to feel bad about being single and the reason I'm going down that route today is because we are a day ahead of what is known as singles day now you might never ever have heard of this before it's quite a new concept to me I picked up on it when I was doing some research through one of our book clubs earlier on in the year it's not super celebrated in the UK per se I've not noticed it the 11th of November in the UK holds another very special date, and that is Remembrance Day. And I think it's important that if I'm going to encourage us to celebrate Singles Day, we also acknowledge what is a very nationally celebrated day, as it were, or a Remembrance Day, that is obviously sensitive. And there was a lot that happened in those world wars that still remains true to us and important to remember. But just because that day is for remembering something as solemn as that, doesn't mean that we can't also be celebrating something completely separate to that. So I appreciate and respect that there will be lots of posts regarding Remembrance today, but I am also going to look at a different cultural point and a different day to look at celebrating our single lives. And if you don't feel comfortable posting today, then please don't feel you need to, but maybe you can do it over the weekend anyway and just share that celebration amongst the other things that we will be reflecting on on the 11th of November, at least in the UK. But it originates back from China back in the 90s. Some university students decided to celebrate their single status and it became a little bit of a tradition. And I like that it's on the 11th of November. The reason behind that is the 1111 element of the date that's involved with it and that idea of being single. Now, apparently it's been taken over a little bit as a big retail day. I don't again I don't think we're too aware of this, but when you look at it, it's a big money making day, but the run up to it is a big money making period as well and it's all leading up to Black Friday Cyber Monday. That's all a bit of a side note, but I feel like if this is a thing and what a great day, please 1111. Let's use it to celebrate and embrace it. There are some other days that are later on or earlier rather in the year later on as in they're coming later after this one, but earlier on because of their time within the calendar year. But I will address those at the time when we get there. But this is some excitement, particularly for November, which, you know, it's getting darker. The clocks have now gone back. And it's just that element of we need something to celebrate. We need to be out there embracing our single life because single life is great. There's so much to it. And we don't always feel that all the time. It's okay to have your peaks and troughs with single life, but there really isn't anything wrong with being single. There are risk factors involved with being single, but there are going to be more risk factors in relationships for other reasons, or there's more stress in relationships for particular reasons, different types of stress and fear and worry. But realistically, there isn't anything wrong with being single. Now, you don't have to go out there if you don't want and like super publicly celebrate single life. Although I think it would be useful for us to celebrate that movement. So I will be making sure that some way, somehow there is a post going out 
on Instagram at the very least, and hopefully many of the other channels that celebrates our single life. So watch out for that tomorrow if you're listening right now today. And if you've missed actually celebrating Singles Day particularly, that doesn't mean you can't just catch up on it over the weekend or at any point decide that celebrating your single life is appropriate. But I will be doing a little spiel about something I'm proud of. And you don't even have to mention that you're single. Obviously, it helps with the movement if you do put happy singles day or whatever it might be, whatever hashtags going round, make sure you do it. And just talking about and acknowledging that the more that you talk about being okay with your single life, the other people around you will know that you're okay with that. And you will be inspiring other people to do that. I know that that's sometimes the effect that this podcast has. And thanks for those that message in and let me know that because otherwise it's just me talking to a screen. But also the messages I get in response to Instagram in general, to TikTok videos. I know that this is something that helps a lot of you and it's why I keep showing up. But let's get on with the idea around Singles Day being the 11th of November and just leaning in on that. Ultimately, we're going to begin with the fact that you need to be embracing and loving your single life. You've got to be going out there and making the most of it and using it to your advantage. Now, I'm actually not going to go into loads of detail about how to do that today because there are a number of episodes I've done on eight ways to make the most of single life, the framework for celebrating single life that I did for 2022, the start of it, and also our birthday episode because of the year of the podcast, kind of the year of the single girls club, there was a celebrating single life episode. So if you want to go back and listen to something that's going to help you embrace your single status, then you want to be looking at episodes number one, number 21, number 24, number 26, and specifically the birthday episode is unsurprisingly number 52. But otherwise, what can we use singles day as an opportunity for? Well, the first one is is to treat yourself. I don't know if you've been doing this enough, especially with the cost of living crisis, but it's definitely something that you should be doing on Singles Day. And it doesn't have to be big and lavish, but please feel encouraged and like you have permission to do so if you don't normally feel like you can. Go out there and treat yourself. It's a little bit materialistic. It's not, you know, my favourite, but if you're not used to treating yourself, it might be something different to what you normally do. Like I have no buy clothes years, And I've tended to stick to that for the last couple of years. You will have been like, but you do have new clothes. I just reduce a lot of the clothes that I buy or I ask for vouchers for my birthday. So I'm not like spending lots of money on it. And sometimes needs must. Like I forgot my gym gear one day. So I went and bought some new gym gear. It happens. But that's not treating myself. It could be that you treat yourself to a special dinner that you don't normally go to that place. It might be that it's a new outfit and you haven't bought one for ages. Something that gives you time to yourself or makes you feel confident or you just treat yourself to a day out. This is a little bit late planning to let you know about Singles Day, but if you've got a free weekend this weekend, then go do something for yourself. Book a quick massage. Go for a walk that you wouldn't normally take. Go find a spot, if it's nice enough weather, to sit with a book and sit and read. Take that time out for yourself, but make it about you. And with Singles Day falling on Friday and obviously it being the same day as Remembrance Day, you might not want to do it on that day, but there's opportunity around this time to just go, I am single and I'm going to treat myself. And that's just a little touch to you. It could be the tiniest of thing, like having having a dessert that you don't normally have, like going to buy that goo, goo pot. They're spenny sometimes. Make sure they're on offer. But 
you know, treating yourself to something like that. Now, beyond that materialistic element, I would say that single life should also be acknowledging the fact that your friendships and some family links are going to be so, so very important to you. And so on this day, either celebrating with them or appreciating them in some way would be a really lovely thing to do to create that sense of love and the way that you're able to live your single life. So go and spend some time with your friends on Friday evening, Saturday morning. You can combine the first one with them by treating them to something or saying thank you for being there through the difficult times, particularly if you've gone through a breakup. I really don't know what I'd have done without my friends through my breakup. So if especially if it's happened recently, but you haven't ever quite been able to say thank you since, you know, you were crying on their sofa. This could be the acknowledgement of you accepting that this is the new chapter in your life, but I'm only here because you were there by my side, able to help me through what was one of the most challenging times, if not the most, depending on the significance of the breakup that you've gone through. And if not just catching up with people, drop them a phone call and be there to chat to them, give them some of your time, communicate, connect and share and just solidify that friendship because our friendships really do support us. They support us throughout our whole lives, but it's very easy to rely on a relationship when you're in one and to forget about your friends. It's what a lot of single people say to me. They're now in a relationship and they're just not around anymore. Oh, what I really advocate for for a long term is that when you probably do get yourself into any relationship, whether it lasts a short time or a long time, is that you remember what it was like for your single friends and that you do not cut off the people or lose time for the people that were there for you when you were single too, whether they're in a relationship or not. But remembering to also be aware of the single people in your life, whether they're single now or later divorced and separated or just back to being single, that they need that little bit of extra attention of thought maybe and to be the change that you wanted to see from the friends that couldn't do it for you at the time, being that better person that's in a relationship now but doesn't forget about their single friends. As a slight side note, but it's important to acknowledge what we experience as someone that's single and then don't repeat it and become that person straight away because we're only creating that cycle, the same frustration that everyone feels, everybody just experiences again. And it's pretty naff if you feel like your friends aren't there for you. But most of the time, that's a big part of single life, having those people to be part of your support and making sure that you've got people to do things with and you should maintain that whether you get into a relationship at any point or not. Another thing that you could do on Singles Day is to try something new. Single life offers you a lot of time and energy and it means that you can explore the world without lots of other distractions. Yep, we've got a financial tie to being able to pay our bills, but hopefully you've still got a decent amount of time that isn't being taken up by family life, children, relationships, comparably to some of your other friends. You have time for hobbies. You have time for reading. You have time for learning. And it would be a great way to go out this weekend to try something new that you've never done before. It could be a little personal challenge for yourself. It could be to go out to someplace new and to strike up conversation with someone. It could be that you're going to drive for 45 minutes and visit a particular place that you haven't been to before, but it's on your list and it's not that far away. And you go and do that as something new or something someone else shared with me. I think it was during a Zoom. I think it was from Alex. And she had said that she just drives, but 
Is it that you keep taking every left turn? Well, you basically drive for a certain amount of time and don't really know where you're going. You have no end destination. So you just go on instinct of getting out of your local town and not knowing where you end up, just based on instinct of going left, right, not taking the main roads. But it might be, it might even be that she sequenced it. So she knew that she would write it out beforehand that she's going to do three lefts, two rights, then another left, then another right, left, left, right, right, etc. And that she had a predeterminist that meant nothing. It was random. But then she followed it as she went. And then after half an hour, 40 minutes, an hour, whatever you set, that's where you end up. That's where you're going to be. And you're going to explore that area. The closest place to it, I imagine. Maybe not just a random street. Obviously, if you feel uncomfortable about the safety element of not knowing where you are, then obviously live location share with one of those trusted friends of yours or turn find my friends on so that you have got that sense of safety. I know lots of people are sometimes worried about being on your own, particularly in unknown environments. And in this scenario, you haven't even planned to know where you are and what you're doing. But to me, it's part of the adventure of single life sometimes is to do those things that are a little bit like, oh my God, what am I going to do when I'm there? You might end up at the beach. You might end up at some fantastic city that's not that far from you, but you've just never bothered to go to. Or you might, if you do the random thing and it's not you instinctively following signs and avoiding certain places, but just doing the left, right, you might end up somewhere that you had been to in childhood, but hadn't been back to. And it would be really interesting to hear about if you try this method where you end up. But it doesn't have to be even as big as that. It can just be trying a new skill. For the first time in your life, you might go for a run. Running is one of my favourite things to do. You might join a gym. Feeds into a bit of number one as well, sort of spoiling yourself. Some people wouldn't agree with me that any kind of exercise or fitness is treating yourself. But to me, it's all about the well-being part, what you get from it mentally and physically, of course. That is a treat and it might be something new. You might try a new piece of equipment at the gym. Just this idea of newness and opportunity and leaning into things, whether it's big, small, quite easy to achieve or quite difficult. Our life should be filled with new experiences. Hey, you may even brave going on a date or putting yourself back on a dating app for anyone that's been avoiding that. Is that a bit of a contradiction to celebrate Singles Day by joining a dating app? Might be a step too far. Maybe wait the next day. Let's not uh, ruin Singles Day entirely. I think it's really important though at that point to mention that being single doesn't mean that you have to hate the idea of anyone that's in a relationship and like to put down relationships. They're both as equal to one another. Neither one is better. Neither one is greater. Society may make it feel that way, but they're not. They're both just as hard work. They're both got great things about them and crappy things to go alongside them too. So I'm not anti-dating, but maybe I feel like you should celebrate single life in a very single life empowering way rather than jumping back in to try and find someone to get yourself out of that situation. Something that's really important in single life is to remember that you shouldn't be spending your entire single life trying to not be single. There is an element of being okay with being single, which is what I spoke about on last week's podcast episode. 
If you haven't listened to that yet, I suggest you go back and have a little look at what it really means to be single and how to embrace that really truly, as well as the other ones of living your best single life. That one really gets to the core of what it means to be single and some reflective questions for you to work on too. So maybe that's to trying something new, but it does lead me in to the last element that I have, which is using single day as an opportunity to reflect on your single life. I want you to look back at your current scenario and look at all of the wonderful things that you are able to do in your single life. Not necessarily at the expense of or the comparison to if you were in a relationship, but what are the things that you get to enjoy and embrace about being single? For me, for example, being single meant eventually moving out and living on my own. And then within that, it was the ownership of this house. Look at the back wall for any of you that are on YouTube. That's me. I don't know if it will stay like that forever, but it's me and my expression of now. And I know I could never have been that colourful in my previous relationship. We had hints of colour. I've never stepped into my colourfulness as I have here. There are pink banisters, I tell you. That wouldn't have flown in the last house because I had to compromise. I was in a relationship and I couldn't fully embrace all of that. I wanted to, but it wasn't fair. It was a shared space. We both lived there. But being single allowed me to do that in my own space where I was allowed to. And it then encouraged me, well, kind of at the same time, was just the expression in my clothes and and allowed me to become myself. I needed to leave that relationship to really do some inner work. I can't, I can't tell you what made me realise it. It just was. Maybe it was my brain reaching a particular age of 25 and going, oh, hang on, is this what you want? Maybe it was the phenomenon that is a quarter-life crisis. But I have been able to find out lots about myself to start living very uniquely in my own way, in my clothing, in my environment, in the way that I work, in what I do. Is it sometimes a slog? Yes. I sit here, I'm on the second of three podcast recordings, one after the other. It's hard work doing the creation stuff that I do. But would I want to trade that off for living a full-time nine-to-five job? No. There's going to be every job that's always got a difficult or a bit you don't want to do. I tell you now, accounts in a business are the most boring thing on earth. Like putting all the receipts through, reconciling. I don't know how people that do that for other people do that. Like I'm motivated to do it because it's my business, but how, how do people do that for others? But it's going to tickle someone's fancy. There will always be elements of your life you don't love. There will always be elements of your life you don't get to do the best. But for me, becoming single, let me work it all out and has let me create this. And I hope that I take that skill forward into any other scenario when I am single, when I'm in a dating stage, when I'm in a relationship I don't think I'll get married again, but I'll say it just in case if I'm married again. I hope that I can continue to connect to myself in the most authentic way that I know best to me at any point in time and that I have skills that I have developed and more to come that will develop over time, but at least a base set of skills that allow me to make decisions with confidence, to know what it is that I really want and to be able to operate from a place of alignment that means that I can determine what's right for me in the moment and when I need to call things quits and when I need to do things differently to the social norm or if I need to decide when the social norm is right for me. This is such a powerful thing to do on Singles Day. 
to look back, to see how far you've come in your single progression and to acknowledge all that you're grateful for in the experience. You can write down a million times that you get to do what you want when you want. You can starfish in the bed and you can leave the dishes on the side. They're the three things that come up the most, that I talk about the most in general. It's the thing that people communicate to me, but that's not really just what the benefit of single life is. What does it really allow you to do? What does it really empower you to go out and do? What skills have you... I am... I was independent anyway, but my goodness, do I have the confidence about being independent? I will put myself out there a lot more. Still scares me, but I just will get on with it and do it. I'll call people up to come and fix fence posts that I've reversed my car into or to get roofs fixed that still aren't fixed. There's this whole adult life that I have embraced from being single and living alone. And I highly recommend everyone have this experience if you can of living alone it's not financially going to be viable for everyone whether renting or buying I mean but there is this sense of it's even different to university university you're still a youngster you're still learning about life this is different you've got the basic life skills you've got different setups and maybe you've got some leverage to make some different things happen Singles Day might clash with a very sensitive time of the year for us in the UK, but that doesn't make it any less. Single life is not the only way of life. I will not be single forever, but I am in total ease and acceptance that I might fluctuate between being in a relationship and being single again. I don't hold on to this idea of trying to run away from being single and forgiving it up and never coming back to it. It isn't as debilitating and it doesn't have to be as lonely if you've got all of the structures around you to support you through it. And so whilst I can, I will celebrate the experience of single life, what it has given to me, what it will continue to give to me. And if and when that changes, then so be it. But I will look back at this time fondly and not be afraid that if this time has to come again, that it will be a disaster. Yes, it will be upsetting, it will be upheaval, it will be starting over again and resetting and going through all the stuff that it brings up in you. But single life has allowed me to know that it's fun. It can be a great experience and yet you will have moments of loneliness maybe or wishing that you just had someone to come home and cuddle at the end of the day. But no state really lasts forever and no state is better or worse than the other. You get different things from each thing at different times. I hope that you're able to celebrate, go out there, post please if you can and you feel comfortable about celebrating your single life, whether it's on the day itself or the day or two after and let's spread this whole contagion of enjoying single life, seeing it as a valid life option and that our lives don't have to be deemed any less just because we're not in a relationship and not searching for one. The frustration people find when we say we're not even dating. Oh, what don't you want? No, I'm having a great time. See that. See that on what I'm sharing with you today. Say thanks to the friends around you. Spend time with the friends around you. Reflect on your single life and maybe treat yourself to something a little bit special. Until next time, everybody, keep celebrating single life together. Mm-hmm.